African Safari Wildlife Park is a wild experience with over 800 exotic animals. Our drive through safari features giraffes, zebras, deer, elk, alpacas, and even white bison, all of which you can feed right from your vehicle. Walk on the wild side with the Zoodal Pass and feed kangaroos, porcupines, tortoises, and rabbits. Step into our aviary adventure and hand feed budgies for a memorable experience. Check out our live educational shows or ride a camel. Create memories that will last a lifetime at the Ohio Safari Park, African Safari Wildlife Park in Port Clinton. everyone and welcome to another edition of the morning show right here on main street tv and of course jennifer here with her good friend john boy <laughs> the old man but i'm glad to be here we're so glad that you're here and you and i have this special bond because a lot of you may not know this that's right but we share the same birthday we're twins we are we're cancer twins that's right and uh July the 9th was your birthday, my birthday. Yes. And we tried to keep a low profile and not let anybody know. That doesn't work so well around these parts. No, not here. Thanks a lot, Facebook. <laughs> really? Is it, yeah, is there a way to get that uh, birthday recognition thing off the Facebook <laughs> so that everybody doesn't know? <laughs> you know, it's fun when you're 10. It's not so fun when you're not. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's... I appreciate the fact that I did make it one more year, so. That's true, one more trip yeah, around the sun, you right? You got it. So, uh, had a wonderful birthday. I know you did too. Yes. So, uh, but here we are, back another regular, ordinary, yeah, common, ordinary day. That's right. Are we ever common and ordinary? No, but I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Freaks, weirdos, maybe, yeah, yeah sure. There they are again. <laughs> but no, welcome. Um, so John Boy is here today, and we're going to get into all kind of fun stuff. Um, we have a special guest here in the um, building. Well, maybe not in the building tomorrow, but will be with us tomorrow. And it may be the king. Hmm? The king himself. Really? I want to be out here just to hang out. I know. Right. He may be visiting us via some kind of fancy device. Okay. But because we know if we have the king himself here in the building, um, we'd have to hire Ted Frazier to come down and <laughs> beat all the ladies off Security. with sticks. <laughs> the king and Tiger Woods, you'd have to have That's a lot of right. security. <clears throat> so. Yes, for sure. But uh, we look forward to talking with... Um, him tomorrow, hopefully, and um, lots of exciting things yeah. coming up. So, by the way, happy Tuesday. Okay, that's totally fine. Yeah, go ahead. We have a guest coming up, okay. a surprise guest, but okay. that's okay. That's good. She'll be here in a little bit. Okay, I'll be glad to leave. Yeah, well, you can't leave for long. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Uh, today's Tuesday. Did you know that today is National French Fry Day? Well, that's an easy one to participate in. I know. Uh, French fries. And, of course, I think there's several restaurants, hint, 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 that will be doing specials on French fries today. Sure. So, yeah. Did you know, you know, you have a basket of fries or whatever, you're serving of fries. Yeah. And there's always those great big ones in there. Did you know that they had names? The big fry in your serving is called a loomer. No, I did what? A loomer, L-O-O-M-E-R. Did you make that up? No, I didn't. This is part of French Friday. I've been reading up on it. Gosh, you're so smart, John. I know, so may you have many loomers today <laughs> and that your ketchup packets never run dry. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, happy National French Friday, or, as, wow. or in America, we call it Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much every day yeah, is I French know, Friday right. in America. It's also Beans and Franks Day today. Franks and Beans. Frank, beans and Franks, Franks and Beans. So um, good luck with that one. Yeah, I'm not, a big, I'm not a big Frank person. That reminds me of my camping days, because 
I always put a lot of work into the cuisine uh, out into out in the wilderness. Uh huh. Uh huh. I would always I would take one great big old can of beans. Uh huh. Okay. Open it up. Mm hmm. Pop some hot dogs in there. <laughs> put it on the fire. And that's it. That's it. Beanie weenies. That's what. What's for? What's dip for dinner? You know, and for some reason, it magically tastes amazing out it in the does. wilderness. It tastes Why really is good. that? I don't know, but things taste better when you cook them on an open flame, you know? Yeah. It's a do. guy thing. But, uh, <laughs> and I used to all, I don't know if you remember this, but I used to have, and I wish I could find them. Uh, they looked like great big tongs, but it had a cast iron uh, center on it. And what you would do is you'd open them up and you put a slice of bread on there. Okay. Then you take and put a look, just open a can of either cherries or whatever kind of pie filling. Okay. Put another slice of bread on it, close it up, and it would, you know, and then you just stick it in the fire. And you pull it out, and it's made a little mini pie. They were really good. <laughs> of course, I was really hungry. <laughs> I was going to say, that's after two days in the wilderness. <laughs> that's <laughs> Not right. the first day. <laughs> Uh, it was good back then. It sounds, was good back then. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Now, I don't know what it is. You know, you have these, um, you know, you're a Rotarian and the Rotary does like, you know, the chili and the beans sure. and, you know, the, the um, pig iron day that we have here right. in Jackson where they cook the beans and all that stuff over the open fire. I mean, heat's heat. Why does it matter? But why does it taste so much better? It does. I remember our Rotary Club, we did beans and chili. You did uh, over the winter, didn't yeah, you? During the, yeah, the well, winter. Well, you had to cancel it because of the because weather. The it first, was, yeah. It, yeah, it got really, really cold. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it tastes really good. People enjoy it. It does. Mm -hmm. Is it a mental thing or does it really taste I, different? Uh, I don't know. I think because of, you know, all the stuff in the air that falls in there and the bugs and the dirt and stuff. It just makes it perfect. <laughs> it's just like extra seasoning. <laughs> it makes it perfect. <laughs> just uh, dust it off a little bit. That's right. <laughs> the dirt off. <laughs> I want to give it one of these, like an hour. And I, I'm surprised, you know, we're so particular in what we eat, but I remember growing up. Yeah. You know, that I'd walk out, of course, I was raised on an orchard, and I'd just pull an apple off the tree, and you could see all the chemicals on it. you just do one of these. And yeah, how fortunate bite were into you? It. Yeah, and I'm, still, and I'm still here. You know, and... Um, tang, ate all that tang. And, God. Yeah. And sweeteners. Uh, Rode my bicycle with bell bottoms, no helmet. And no helmet. <laughs> I remember. What were we thinking? I How know. did we survive? Riding in the car in the back seat, standing up, no seat belt. <laughs> in the back of a truck. That's up. right. Crawl in the back window and take a nap. <clears throat> or so. my favorite, yeah. So one of our friends, you know, parents had a station wagon, and that was the funnest oh, yeah. thing ever when everyone got to pile in the very back of the station wagon, and you sat in a circle, and you, you know, got to hang out in the back on a road trip. Or better yet, because you know that was safe. You got to sit looking that way, you know, so you were guaranteed to get car to sick. get to throw up. Yeah. yeah, but you could see all the people in the back. But what <clears throat> kids today can't do any of that? Nope, can't do any of that. <laughs> How we all survived, I'll never know. I mean, I, I, I don't think we had car seats when I was little. I think my parents just stuck me in the glove compartment. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> They tied a dog leash to you so you didn't fly out the window. That's true. <laughs> no, I was talking to, ran into, um, Mom and I went over to the spot yesterday for, for some lunch. Okay. And ran into uh, our good friend, Carol Landrum. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah and Carol is now retired from uh -huh. both the Jackson County Fair and the treasurer's office. Okay. And, uh, but we got into a big conversation because Carol's daughter, Jamie, and I showed horses together uh -huh. and we grew up, you know, riding horses and we all got into the conversation of how we survived that. <laughs> and it was probably because none of us had a lick of sense. Uh, that's true. <laughs> because did, had we had a lick of sense, we would have all 
been dead, probably. <laughs> Fall off, land on your head, get back on. Explains a lot. Yeah, I remember as a kid, we, uh, our the guys, kids, the guys that I played with, uh, <clears throat> they were building these houses down the street. Yeah. And of course, when they dug the foundations, they had these big piles of dirt. Oh, yes. <clears throat> so we had this wonderful idea to, to play war. Yes. And we went to the Army Surplus Store and got these World War One helmets and put on. <laughs> and then we would take these great big clods of dirt and rock and just heave it at each other <laughs> so that we could catch it on the top of the helmet. <clears throat> Boy, that was a good idea. <clears throat> it worked out, though. <laughs> we, again, we all survived. It. I know. I think back to, and then we'll get off our reminiscing thing, about, um, so... You know, I grew up over on the corner of Locust and, and uh, Broad Streets, and across the street there is the Methodist Church. And, you know, back when we, before global warming, we used to actually have big snows. I know we did. You know, like <clears throat> snow. And so they would come and they would, they would plow the church parking lot. So all of us kids <laughs> would go over there and, you know, all it took was like one day of a little rain or something, and that thing turned to a sheet of ice, right? Sure. So we would get, we would climb to the top of it and play king of the hill and throw each other down the thing. And somebody was, you know, the king at the top, and right. somebody tried to get to the top, and you'd fling them back down this ginormous pile of ice. It was a thing. We all survived it. Don't e know how. ER, here we come. <laughs> I remember. I mean, I just rubbed some dirt on it. Yeah, it'll be all right. That's what my dad used to say. <laughs> That's why we all had great immune systems growing up. I know. And of course, we had mercuricome and methylate. And what was it? Methylate is the one that hurt. Mercuricome, I think, was the one that didn't. And of course, my dad always thought if it didn't hurt, it wasn't working. So he had always True. pour the stingy stuff on there. Yeah, it, um, it's got a it's got a sting, or it's not I doing know, anything. I know. So, <laughs> anyway, them were the days. <laughs> they were for sure. <laughs> now that we've put everyone to sleep out there, I know. under forty. <laughs> That's right. So I asked I asked um, everyone yesterday, and we do have a friend from the Jackson County Fair coming up here in just a moment oh, to wonderful. talk about about some of the fun fair things coming up this week. But so I put Jenna on the spot yesterday and Jenna did not have an answer for my question. Oh, really? So I told her to think about it and she um, has to give me an answer today, but I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you okay. the same thing. Okay. So this coming Thursday and Friday at the Jackson County Fair to kick off the fair, they have paramutual uh, wagering. wagering. Yes. Yeah. Bet on the ponies, if you will. Yeah. It's fun. So, yeah. So, it's a blast. You go up to the fairgrounds. You pay to get in. You can bet on the ponies. Um, so, I asked what your theory is for, you know, the to pick out the winner, right? And um, so, my theory is the dude that has, or the girl, that has the prettiest outfit is the one that's going to win. Okay. The one that I think is the prettiest, the silks, if you will. I think they call them okay. racing silks. Uh -huh. So what is your, like when you go to, to the to the fair or somewhere to bet on the ponies, um, dad always said it was the horse with the longest legs, which I don't necessarily agree with, but that's his story and he's sticking okay. to it. So what is your go-to when you bet on the ponies? What it's, is it? That's easy. Okay. I always look for the skinniest driver the big chunky guy the horse doesn't stand a chance <clears throat> go with a little one a little that. skinny one with horse pulling less weight that's right never thought of that you are genius every once in a while you know you'll see one that's kind of hefty i mean he's a little bit older and he's hefty but and he's probably good at driving but that's it's just those extra pounds you're pulling yeah, around there that's a lot of to drag around the track <laughs> <laughs> so vote for a little skinny dude or better yet okay. if it's a woman you know a little skinny girl. oh even, yeah, better. even better right so. okay all right jenna did you come up with a with a process for betting on the ponies 
Wait, how old do you have to be to bet on the ponies? Is it 21 or 18? I don't know. Oh. I, I, it's been so long. I, I don't know either. <laughs> I've been old enough for years. <laughs> I don't remember not being old enough. Yeah. All right, Jenna, did you did you research? Did you figure it out? I feel like the smart answer would be that I need to buy a strategy book on Amazon. But Oh, man, come on. Just figure it out. <laughs> That's one, oh. those, that's one of those make sense answers. She, you know? She's being so smart about it. I know. <clears throat> what those, were we thinking? Yeah, why? why leave it to the intern to have that? a. <laughs> leave it to the intern to have a brain in her head. <laughs> Love it. All right, good job, Jenna. Yes, very good. Probably the smartest answer that we've had. Cora ever. Willett just said that her grandma always chose the gray horse. The gray horse. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Good idea. And if there's not a gray horse? Pick the one closest to gray. Very good, yeah. There you go. Take some spray paint with you, yeah? <laughs> right. This one. <laughs> That's it. The gray. Do you know that at the racetrack, they actually say that gray horses are bad luck? Really? That's why, like at the Derby and, and um, some of those, some of the races, you'll, you won't see, you know, the outriders that come and. Uh, pick up the horse and the right. jockey at the end um, and the stupid girl that's going like this with the microphone trying to talk to yeah. somebody. Um, you won't find many gray horses doing okay. that. because They, they say, say it's bad, bad luck. luck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so there you go. We'll talk about it sometime. Okay. We'll talk more about the fair shortly. Yeah. Look forward okay. to it. It's coming up quickly. That's right. Hey, I do have some food news. I no way. I always have food You news. do, and it's always fun. And I've got a new Oreo that's coming out this fall, a new Oreo cookie. On Thursday, Oreo announced they have two new flavors that are going to be coming out. Number okay. one, apple cider donut Oreo. No. Yes. No. And the second one is salted caramel brownie donut. Oreo. Oreo. So, okay, what is flavored? Is it the stuffing inside or is it the actual cookie? I don't know. I haven't, haven't come out yet. <laughs> I think that first one sounds absolutely horrible. Second one, not so bad. Okay, but speaking about... Isn't an Oreo just an Oreo, though? It's supposed to be, but, I mean, they've tried to change them. They put pink stuff in it. They made the double... Double stuff, Which the thin ones. The thin ones, you know. But an Oreo is just <clears throat> a little bit of milk and an Oreo. They're perfect the way that's, they are. That's right. Don't Why mess, mess with, with it. it. Yep. Right. And as you know, every year, Lay's Potato Chips comes up with their new flavors. The winners this year yes. was Chili Mango. I think they're already in the store. Okay. Wavy Jerk Chicken. Okay. Jerk Chicken is that Jamaican flavor. Yeah. Super and good. Summer BLT. A summer BLT. Summer BLT is what the flavor is called. And what a lot of people don't know is that, I mean, we know the Lays have been doing this for a while, but Pringles has been doing this worldwide for years. Did you know that? No. I was able to do a little research and found out some of the unsuccessful flavors <laughs> for Pringles. Uh, like Oreo flavored Pringles? Yeah. Yeah. Mayo cheese Pringles. How about a, how about a seaweed Pringle? <laughs> no. Yeah, king crab flavored Pringles. No. <clears throat> Pecan pie flavored Pringles. Prawn cocktail flavored Pringle. So like shrimp cocktail. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. The, the Why are they making? Pringles taste like meat. I don't know. Or seafood. They, and a cheeseburger Pringle. Now, these are the unsuccessful ones in the United States. Now, if you go worldwide where, you know, the, there is a, a eclectic, you know, sure. taste buds out there. Here's some of the worldwide. Smoked salami. <laughs> okay. Paprika. <laughs> well, see, I don't Pringle. think that would be bad. <clears throat> I think it would be awful. Funky, <laughs> funky mustard. Pringle. Uh, also, they have the, uh, trying to read my own writing here, Bacon Caesar Pringle. No. The, the Mayo Potato 
Pringle. Here's one that you're going to love. Cinnamon potato Pringle. Cinnamon potato? Yes. No. <laughs> so. Bruschetta Pringle. <laughs> blueberry. How no. about a blueberry Pringle? No, no, no. A cheese dog Pringle? No. Why do they keep putting meat on Pringles? Okay. And here is... No. Here is another favorite that didn't make it. Finger licking braised pork Pringle. <laughs> so <clears throat> they had to put the finger licking in front of it. Finger licking in front of it. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's the uh, my food news for the day. And those, uh, by the way, those were unsuccessful flavors. Some of the successful flavors were almost as bad. But yeah. I know. How about we stick with barbecue and salt and vinegar and, you know. Well, there's also worldwide, there's a hot dog Pringle. Yeah, no. No? Okay. Doesn't it it freak you out to think about meat-flavored potato chips? Yeah, but you could take a hot dog Pringle and then put a regular Pringle around it, make a hot dog. (laughs) I'll throw a little ketchup Pringle in there. And mustard, relish. And Pringle in there. Make yourself a Pringle sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. So weird. Oh my goodness. And my big question is, what is funky mustard? As opposed to just regular mustard? Yeah. That is a fair question. Yeah, I'll have to research that for you. How funky is it, John? I don't know. So we'll see. I'll try to find out. <laughs> oh, it's like a funky chicken. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, So our good friend Michelle is here from the Jackson County Fair. My favorite person, Michelle, is here. Yes. Love her. And look how pretty she is today. She's always pretty. (laughs) She is. So, um, and I know that she's kind of in a time crunch. So if um, you wouldn't mind, can we kick you out for a moment? Sure, I'll shut up. And then you you come back if you you have time? I don't know. Please. Okay. (laughs) Come on over, Michelle. While we're doing that, let's head to the weather forecast where you can, of course, this is your Total Media Radio weather forecast where you can download the app, Total Media Radio app by going to the Apple Store or your Android uh, or your Google Play Store um, and listen to our live local radio stations here. So today, mostly cloudy with showers likely, highs around 82 degrees. For tonight, partly cloudy with thunderstorms likely and lows around 67. For tomorrow on Wednesday, about the same, partly cloudy, a 40% chance of rain or thunderstorms, highs around 84 degrees. So then it looks like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, or at least Thursday, Friday, looking like getting up into the high 80s and not a lot of rain there for the harness racing, so that's a good thing. All right, so, I mean, it's so good that Michelle's here because we can ask her the same question. Do you know what it is? No. Okay. Well, welcome to the show, oh, first off. You. Yes, and um, first off, if I don't know who doesn't know who you are, but anyway, <laughs> introduce yourself, and then we'll get to the fair talk. I'm Michelle Baxter with the Jackson County Fair Board. Very good. And somehow you have gotten, uh, you drew the short straw and had to come up and talk to us today. That's okay. I'm a little nervous, but it'll be okay. (laughs) Girl, don't be nervous at all. We'll have fun. So no, my question that I pose and I put Jenna this morning on the spot. I put John on the spot. When you go Thursday and Friday to bet on the ponies, what is your system for picking out the winner? Mine is the horse that, um, where the jockey has the prettiest outfit. And John said it's the driver that's the skinniest. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just go down a big one. You Whatever number I'm feeling. Maybe a grandkid's birthday. Maybe. Oh, the, the old number, yeah. scientific yeah. number thing. Yeah. Never thought of that. Maybe we will win big. Maybe. <laughs> I usually win the 50 cents. All right. Here's my $2 to show. Here's your $2 back. Yep. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle, if you're lucky. No, Jenna actually was smart. She said, well, you know, they have that book where you can, you know, look and research and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. 
That takes too much time. Yeah. Just go down and pick one. We're, we're leaving just it to it. intern. To, she <laughs> can study it and let us know. We'll just give you our money and you can, if you win, then you split it. Fair. <laughs> Very fair. All right. So you are here today to talk about some of the great things going on at this year's Jackson County Fair. And, you know, the fair has gotten actually extended a bit. And this year we're actually able to do the whole fair. Last year it was kind of cut down to just the junior fair and a couple of activities. Yes. Um, so back to normal this year. We hope. I mean, we, they were which really, is fantastic. And the kids are so excited. Yeah, Back in the barns to be able to put their stuff out again. And, yes. you know, last year they were in the barn, out of the barn, same, you know, next Had day. Had to just be careful. Yeah. And here, show your animal, take it home. Yep. Kind of thing. Yeah. That was that was just not fun. No, but it, it was it was a good. We made do with what we had, and that's true. Everyone I think left something. safe. Yeah, absolutely. So, that, so now we're gonna start this week Thursday. Wow, we're here already. Thursday with the ponies. Yeah. So we'll go Thursday and Friday with the horse races. Um, Saturday with the baby contest at ten a.m. and the oh. theme is uh, when I grow up. How do you how do you do that? I mean, what what do you put a baby in when I grow up? Give me some ideas. I'm putting you on the spot now. Oh. You have a two-year-old. When I grow up, what are you going to put him in? Mm. Let's see. What would a two-year-old grow up? Astronaut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I was thinking nurse or something. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like space travel is like the new thing right now. So. Yeah. So then Saturday, the Kentucky Headhunters and the Tallahassee Freight. Can you believe the Kentucky Headhunters are going to be here? I was 20 when they were here. I know. <laughs> I'm like, back in 1990, I was the horse queen, and um, yeah, no, much younger and thinner. <laughs> hey. It, it, hey, at least we're here. We are here. We're blessed to be here. We are. That's right. Um, Sunday is, we've this year decided to do a whole gospel day, which in the Love past. Love that. Yeah, so we'll start off at uh, 1130 with Promised Land Church, Roger Parks. He's going to do a service, and then we'll go into the gospel teams, and then at 4 o'clock, we'll have the crowning, and then at... Um, I think what six thirty or so. We'll start back up with the gospel. Five thirty. We'll start back up with gospel, and then um, the evening service by Chris Wallace, and then open rail. Very good. And then Monday start into all the shows, and then um, kids days Monday. So kids get in free. Rides don't open to five. Yeah. So this is the thing, and this I feel like this is always a, like a little bone of contention with some people that. So inform yourself about this. Um, Kids get in free Monday, mm -hmm. but don't show up at noon and expect to be able to jump on the rides because they're still setting them up and they're still getting them inspected and all that stuff. So they do begin at five. Mm -hmm. Right. But you can get in free and, and go see the animals. Right. You can do all of that stuff ahead of time and then um, wait for the rides later. Yeah. yeah. And Saturday, there is no rides. I've had a lot of people send messages. There is no rides open Saturday. It is strictly, you know, they've got the baby contest, Kentucky Headhunters. Okay. You know, kids are moving into the barns and things, but there is no rides. There is vendors on the midway. Well, they're uh, gonna. Is there? Will there be food booths? There? Yes, there will be food booths. Okay. Maybe yeah. not all, but not all. No, because some. a lot of them are already committed to other fairs because we are opening early. See, that's the thing is, you know, you have to think that they go from a week to a week. Yeah. So, um, yeah, some of them still might be ending up a festival, then coming to the new one. Yeah. So a lot so. of those will move in Sunday. Yeah. After they leave the other fair. Uh, so then Monday is Holzer Day. Um, what do we have Monday evening? A circus. We're 3.30, 6.30, and 9 o'clock. At 9 o'clock, it will be the fire show. The what? what? They're using fire for the circus. Hey, I've never seen them, so I'm excited. <laughs> that sounds incredibly dangerous and fantastic. And all the kids get point. it free to see it. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so where is the circus? It'll be down on the down on the grandstand area. Oh, so it will be down in the grandstand yeah, area. Yeah, down on the okay. track area. Very good. So, yeah. Um, is that a new thing? I don't remember there being yeah, a circus there. Yeah, we haven't had there. a circus before. This is so fun. Not so that I remember, and if it was, it's been years and years. I, ago. I don't remember so, one yeah. either. Is there going to be? Are there going to be a lot of animals and stuff? Do you know? You I don't no know idea. anything about it. Nope. So you just have to show up and see. It'll it. be a surprise to everyone. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. Yes. Uh, Tuesday will be Senior Citizens Day, um, and then the mutton busting and the rodeo in the evening. Wednesday, um, we're going to have the 
country music. Jess Kelly Adams, I believe she came by and seen she you guys. She was here the other day. She's so cute. She wants to come back by. Yes, <laughs> love having her. Um, and then Preston Daly from Londonderry is a local talent. He's going to be opening for her. Okay. Uh, Wednesday or Thursday is General Mills Day, and it will be the OMTPA truck and tractor pulls. Um, Friday will be the motocross, and that's sponsored by Wagner Tour Rental. Okay. And then we'll go into the Derby on Saturday with SF Restoration. Demolition Derby. Yeah. Now, I did that years ago. Were you actually in it? Yeah, I did Ross County and Jackson. You drove a car? Yeah, until it caught fire, and I bailed out the window and said, heck with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for me. No more. When you see fire, I was out of there. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll do it again. It's fun. Get your frustration out. Where else think, can you go and legally hit somebody with your car? You know, that is a fair point. And I might have road rage already, so, you know. I knew I loved you for a reason. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Do they have a girl class, or are you just in there with everybody? They used to have a powder puff, so I don't know if these guys are doing a powder puff. But, you know, heck, we could beat those men. Yeah. <laughs> Don, can we use your car? Sure. <laughs> so did you work on your own car? Heavens no. <laughs> you have dads and brothers for that. She's like, no. Well, they didn't do a very good job. He caught on fire. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding you. Somebody hit me the wrong way, I guess. I don't know. Oh, gosh, that sounds but terrifying. I, I really need to get my frustration out there. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. And I do have a rage really bad, so. Do you think we could do a, a, a total media demolition derby car? Karina and I'll drive it. There you go. Yeah. I'll sponsor you. <laughs> Got the guns out. <laughs> Will you? Oh, you heard it here uh, first. I'll, I'll, I'll give her some money to sponsor her car. Get her in there. <laughs> no, that is so fun. Listen, um, where else in the world um, do you see uh, the Demolition Derby and, like, have so many people show up for it? and? It is literally one of the most fun things in the world to watch, and I have no idea why it just is. Because you can beat the crap out of people and get by with it with your car. So true. I mean, how many times at the red light are you beeping your horn because someone's sitting at the green light? True. On their phone. Yeah. Or they're driving and they're going this way and that way. <laughs> and you just want to yeah. lay on your horn or run your car into them. Sorry. Don't, <laughs> don't get me. <laughs> I think we should sponsor her. <laughs> Oh, or they get, my thing is they get in the left lane and they won't, it won't get out. Row. Yeah. Yeah. The left lane is for fast cars only people. <laughs> Agreed. And technically I don't even think it's legal to pass them on the right hand side. So unless they get over, you're stuck behind them. Okay. Not me. I pass them. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> so we just told on ourselves yeah. right here. <laughs> but anyway, but no, Demolition Derby on Saturday, always a huge turnout for that. Yeah. So now let me ask you something. Um, they changed the rules a, a little bit a while back. And um, it used to be that when you came into the fair, you paid one price to get in. Then you paid for like a ride pass. But now is it still all one price? It's one price. They changed that a while back. And I just want to make sure that that's how it still is. So you don't have to pay again. For rides or anything? No. So Thursday and Friday, oh, obviously there's no rides. It's $5 to get in. Okay. Um, Saturday, it's $10 for the Kentucky Hunters. Uh-huh. Sunday will be $5 again. And then the rest of the week is $10. But that gets you to everything. That's the rides, the grandstand entertainment, everything. So 10 bucks gets you in, and that's everything. Yeah. And on Kentucky Headhunters or any other thing that we have down, um, you know, at the grandstand area, you can bring your lawn chair and sit on the track. Oh, um, okay. There is going to be some seating set aside for like the queens and stuff like that but the rest is open seating this year very good there is no vip it's one price you get in and you have it all okay and that's super cool and um that way you can just go whenever you want to set up your lawn chair get comfy and have a good time yep. and then there will be obviously seats in the grandstand yes. too available so and check out our new grandstand it was just remodeled so we had a picture of that yesterday it looks beautiful it is beautiful new concrete new paint New metal. Um, we got some banners going up next couple of days. So very good. It looks, looks absolutely great. 
So yeah, y'all are rocking it up at the fair this We're year. We're trying. <laughs> well, very good. We need a vacation after the fair. No, I know, right? <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, take a week off vacation to work at the fair, but then you need a, then you need I, a break. The week before and the week after, really. <laughs> <laughs> Well, very good. And um, keep us updated on how things are going this year at the fair. And uh, best of luck. It will come up Monday live. Yeah, I believe that we may, if we can pull all the the stuff together, that we may do our morning show from up there. We'll see. see Yeah, (laughs) we'll get your horse. You want to ride a horse around? Yes. (laughs) I haven't ridden a horse in forever. That would be fun. Yeah, um, only if the Cattlemen's Association fires up their their sandwich booth early. They for me. will be. They will be open. <laughs> I love. We're excited them. to have them back this year. They didn't come yeah. last year due to COVID. And yeah, stuff, but yeah. So I was excited to have them back. Yeah, they um, that booth. Pete Wilson and I were talking about it yesterday. How it's just wonderful. Yeah. So, all right. So Jackson County Fair kicks off this coming Thursday, Friday with. The ponies and the harness racing, and um, then goes on from there. Kentucky Hunt Headhunters on Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Tallahassee Freight will be opening for them. It's going to be a blast. Good week. Yes, yes. All right, is there anything else that you want our viewers to know about? Nope, I'm good. All right, well, maybe we'll see you up there on Monday. You'll see me. All right. <laughs> Somewhere. All right, thanks, Michelle. Thank Come back and see us me. anytime. Of course. All right. Um, I think John Boy's coming back over. Look at him. You can do it, buddy. I can do it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, and I have a uh, I have a question for John Boy this morning and for Jenna because Jamie and I were having a discussion about this last night. So I want to know the answer to this question. Okay. So wait. You just got back from vacation. Where did you go? Nowhere. Oh, you just took some time off? Yeah, I just took time off. Okay. And uh, tackled some... Stuff. Stuff to Honey do. Honeydews, right? Yeah, and, and about 20-some years ago, I built a storage shed in the back of the house. Okay. And that was 20 years ago, so we re- I tore it down and replaced it, so... Very good. But it was okay. And some other stuff too. So all right. So porch sitting. Did a lot of porch sitting. That's good with the kitty cats. Yeah. Okay. So Jamie and I were had a vacation planned, which I had written on the calendar here somewhere, and it was so long ago I don't even remember where it was. And um, but we didn't get to go because <laughs> we don't have anybody to work. <laughs> We didn't want to leave the restaurant, so we didn't get to go. We had to cancel our plans, and um, so the other day he said, let's, you know, we have an anniversary coming up. We had our birthdays. Um, His birthday is June 26th, so we're kind of close. He's like, let's, instead of taking like a week vacation, let's plan something, you know, maybe four days or something like that, and I said, okay, well. There's not a lot you can do in four days. You almost have to hop on a plane if you want to go to like a beach or something and just go for a couple of days. And so he was like, well, where can we go? And I said, well, you know, you could probably, strangely enough, get one of those packages and go to like Cancun or something cheaper than you could probably go to Florida and get a hotel and whatever. And it would be all inclusive and just hang out for a few days and fly back. And I said, but... I don't know how I feel right now about leaving the country with all the COVID madness still going on and whatever. And I don't, I haven't really talked with anyone that has. So my question is, would you feel comfortable jumping on a jet airplane, leaving the country, you know, like maybe heading to to Cancun or Mexico or something like that? I'm not, I'm just saying Mexico because it's fairly close, but just in general, anywhere, um, would you feel comfortable doing that or would you rather keep your feet on American soil just in case? How I, do you feel? I would have no problem flying. None. What about like to another country? No, no problem. No problem? No. Wouldn't bother you? No. 
maybe their safety protocols aren't as good or whatever. Well, I but mean, I guess we're vaccinated, so it's kind of yeah, like... we're vaccinated. And, you know, some of the places you're talking about going to resorts and places, I would say that things are okay there. Yeah. I mean, if you were talking about going on a missionary trip or something, I would True. worry a little bit. But um, so, yeah. So it wouldn't bother you to... No to go across what do you think jenna what's your opinion on it um i feel like especially since i haven't been out of the country to begin with i'd be a little iffy about it just because it'd be a new thing yeah but i think maybe right now it's just a little too soon for me okay even though i am vaccinated i would still be a little iffy okay i want to fair enough travel but maybe just not right now okay totally fine They're passing notes. <laughs> you know you can get detention for that. I know. I've gotten in some serious trouble for that. Is this like a thing? Am I supposed to announce this? I would. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> this is very strange. Okay. Well, I'll read it because it's kind of fun. Um, James, would you or would you not? He didn't hear the whole conversation. Would you feel comfortable right now, like, getting on an airplane and going to, like, Cancun or, like, somewhere that's, like, another country, or is it too soon? Uh, I probably wouldn't choose to do it, but I probably wouldn't necessarily say it's too soon. I wouldn't choose to do it. But if somebody, like, gave me an all-expensive paid vacation to Cancun, I think it'd be... I feel like that's a cop-out, don't you? I know, I do, too. I'm not going to go out and buy that ticket today. I think what he wants to do is go... On our free vacation? Yeah, I'll go with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we need a dog sitter, so. (laughs) Okay. We've got to do something with that million dollars we're going to get from selling all of our Mario cartridges. That is true. (laughs) The Mario thing. So there, where did you say this note was? It was in the little drop box outside the front door. Hey. Okay. Just in case you want to know, there's a mobile home to be torn down. You keep the material to sell on Big Rock Road in Jackson. All good material. I have a phone number if anyone's interested. Okay. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. There you go. Someone left a note on the door. I mean, they took the time to do it. Sure. We'll help. Yeah. Give us a ring. Let us know if you're Let interested. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So you say it wouldn't bother you to leave the country. No. I'm still on the fence about it. Jenna says no. You all are no help whatsoever. No, I, I, I say go. Okay. I say go, go, go. I mean, you really yeah. don't have to tell me twice. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just saying personally. Personally, I okay. But if you want to, girl. I'm telling you, go. Okay, thanks. Get out of Dodge. Get out and get the <laughs> heck out of here. Well, I figure the farther we go away, the less apt they are to find us. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I had a good friend of mine who was a physician tell me once, he said, if, if you want to truly relax, you have to get out totally out of your daily routine. I guess, totally. yes. You have to. So there you go. And it's hard because it's like Wi-Fi and things like that are a blessing and a curse because you have still the amenities that you're used to right. and you can still contact people and whatever, but the curse is that people can oh, still yeah. contact they you still and you. they can still ask you questions and the phone still goes, but eat, but eat, but eat, but eat over and over again. And we're talking about the guy tearing down the mobile home. I have a demo. Yeah. Big have, rock road. I have a demolition story. You do. Yeah. Okay. This comes from Michigan. The guy was, uh, demolishing or tearing down the landing on the back of his house, you know, uh-huh. like a patio. Yeah, and like a deck or he something. he made a surprising discovery under the stairs. Buried under the stairs, 160 bowling balls. <laughs> True story. What? The homeowner said the house was built in 1959. And at that time where he was living in Michigan... <laughs> There was a Brunswick Bowling Products Factory. And he said it was common practice for the workers there. If there was imperfection, they they were allowed to take them home. And they would use them for um, 
you know, different foundation projects. So they said it's uh, used, you know, like when you're going to put gravel or sand down, they said you can put sand and bowling balls in and it makes a good foundation. So he found 160 bowling balls. You're <coughs> kidding. No. So they actually used it as a base. Yes. For the patio. For the patio. <laughs> well, so, it would definitely be hard enough. Yeah, it would. I just don't understand what you do about all the humps. <laughs> don't know. It's not like they're flat. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he said that he's dug, he dug them all up and he's been giving it to friends. And his father-in-law is taking the bowling balls and drilling them and making legs for this thing that he's building. So I don't know. Oh, my it's, goodness. It's a good idea. There's going to be bowling ball art everywhere. That's right. Yes. So that is fantastic. So if you live around an old Brunswick factory, you might have your own stash. I wonder what are bowling balls made of? Like has to be like a hard resin or something. Yeah, it's resin, rubber, somewhere. I think the early ones were a hardened like rubber. So. I mean, if you're Fred Flintstone, it's just a giant rock. That's but. true. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right, I have a question for you. Okay. Who do you think, what generation do you think is ranked the world's worst tippers? Uh, I would say it would be, it's not the baby boomers. We're good tippers. Um, would it be the X generation? Um, You are... Close. Close. It's actually, shame on me. It's millennials and Gen Zers. Okay. So. That's my generation. I know. It's because we're broke, Jennifer. Uh-huh. We don't have money to tip. We're trying our best. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and all this came back to, they did this study because of COVID and everybody started eating out all the time and, yeah. and ordering like Uber Eats and whatever. So they did this study on who tipped because the Uber Eats drivers didn't get to take a break. In fact, they got way busier right. and they were literally out, you know, risking their lives, like delivering food all day long to everybody. So they started asking them about like tipping habits and um, they said that. The younger generation is found to be the worst culprit, specifically millennials, ages 25 to 40, and Gen Zers, ages 20 to 24. So... You know, I try to remember... Technically, it's not me. Yeah, okay. So, I try... Technically. To, I try to remember that, you know, the, your waiter or waitress or delivery dude... The pizza dude or whoever it's going to be, um, that's how they make, I know they don't get paid a normally a regular wage. They depend on tips. Sure. So. Um, that's how it's set if, up, whether if, you like it or not. That's yeah, how it's set if, up. If service is exceptional, I, I really tip well. If it's good, I tip good. But if it's not, you know, I still, I'm normally around 20%. Yeah. Or above. That's kind of the norm. Um, so if you get food delivery, do you tip? Yes. So do I. Yeah. Okay. Um, they say like in a restaurant setting, 75 to 80% of people say like a dine-in situation, they tip. But 60% of people that get food delivery tip. So that's only 60% of people um, but did you know, and I did not know this until I had a friend that worked at a hotel. Do you know that you're supposed to tip housekeeping? Yes, you are. Did you know that? Yes. You're supposed to leave yeah. them a tip. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that your, your housekeeper is supposed to receive a tip. Right. Um, some of the other people, your hairstylists, um, barbers. Um, where was the radio announcers, radio announcers, um, takeout people, baristas, your ride share and taxi drivers. Yeah. You should tip hairstylists and hotel, uh, housekeepers, 
and food service folks. Okay. So there you go. Now you know. And um, I would agree, I guess. I don't understand millennials because they should they should be able to, to pull off tips, but I understand the Gen Zers because they are like college sure. students and they're right. just trying to get by. <clears throat> okay. So yeah. So they, they just need to ask mom and dad for a little more money. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> mom, I'm gonna put that extra twenty percent on your yeah, card. Okay. 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 I have a neat story. This one's comes from China. Okay. You know, you have those stories about People who think they have to get even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, this guy was a <clears throat> was arrested for running forty nine red lights, and he received fifty citations, forty nine red lights, and uh, a speeding ticket. And what happened was, is this guy <clears throat> met this young lady. Okay. And she talked him into stealing this car. Okay. So he didn't want to... Good start to the relationship. He didn't want to steal it, so he rented it from this guy. And so he rented it, and they buzzed around and got 49 tickets, you know, and red lights where, you know, they take pictures of the license plate. Yeah, like the camera. Yeah. And then he later found out when they finally tracked him down was that... The guy that he rented the car from was this woman's ex-boyfriend who dumped her. <laughs> she was trying to play a gag on him. <clears throat> so they're, they're both paying the consequences anyway. So there's one of those get-even stories, if you want. <laughs> I guess. I'm assuming she got caught and he got caught. Uh, they both did, yes. Yes. So. No, and so there that is so true. So, you know, you've heard of um, Airbnb and things like that. There are actually car sharing apps out there. Sure. So, like, you know, Airbnb, you go stay in someone else's home. You can actually rent someone's car, and that's right. what they did. That's what he did. Mm-hmm. He rented this car, <laughs> which was her ex-boyfriend's. Right, <laughs> to get even. So there it's, you go. Yeah, because what they do is the red light camera. All it does is take a picture of the license plate. It doesn't care who's driving it. Yeah. So in the in the mail, he received one speeding violation and forty nine red light <laughs> violations, all from one day. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing there would be like a red light that popped up oh, yeah. on the on the police radar and said, "Wait a minute, there's something not right there's here." But anyway, they. That's sick and twisted. <laughs> Creative, though. Creative, yes. I will give her that. Right. I guess there's a there was a new uh, there was a confiscation of contraband that was seized at the New Orleans airport okay. this week. Yeah, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection uh, found four boxes, four boxes of counterfeit or unregistered long eyelashes. 6,000 or 3,000 pairs of eyelashes they confiscated. Wait, okay. How can eyelashes be like contraband or illegitimate? Well, because when it comes to the United States, the food and drug that has to be approved because of the adhesive they use on it, it can be irritating to the eyes and and all of that. So, uh... These are some hot eyelashes. Some hot eyelashes. So, you know, if you're at a store, make sure that it has the proper tag on it for eyelashes. You wonder how much of that stuff actually gets through and like know. ends up on a store shelf somewhere. <laughs> Do know. So weird. All right. So for all of you out there, does anybody listening, because if you do, I'd like to buy it. For about 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Yard. I will give you 20 bucks cash for this. Um, if anyone out there listening has an unopened <laughs> Super Mario 64 game from 1996, John and I want to buy it. We will pay you cash on the spot. We'll even give you 100 bucks for it. $100. $100. We'll go halves. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring the 50. You bring the 50. Gotcha. It will be a prettiest, crisp $50 bill I, you've ever seen. I don't know in a 50. How about two 20s and a 10? Maybe that'll work. I've never too. had a 50 before. 
That's for those rich I've people. I've never been allowed to carry that much money. <laughs> me either. That's um, two, that's three. That's two and a half allowances <laughs> for me. <laughs> I have to go through. Let's see, two and a half weeks without eating. That's okay. I can do that. We can do that. Well, yeah. actually, you could sacrifice for this. Okay. So if y'all have one of those unopened Super Mario 64 games uh, from 1996, we want to buy it. We'll give you 100 bucks cash for it. Or if you were smart, you keep hold of it. Because an unopened copy of Nintendo's Super Mario 64 just sold at auction from 1996. $1.56 million. <laughs> we could have retired easily. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sold on Sunday, breaking its previous record price for the sale of a single video game. This was at Heritage Auctions in Dallas. Um, yeah. They said it sold Sunday, July 11th. The sale follows an unopened copy of Nintendo's The Legend of Zelda, which sold at auction Friday for $870,000. Like, okay, so... There was an 86 version of the Super Marios that was found on a desk drawer that sold for $660,000. Yes. Yeah. So here's the question. Like, what are you going to do with a million-dollar unopened video game? What's the point? I don't know. Are you going to open it and use it? If you're a collector, it's just what collectors do. But what do you, like, what? I don't get it. Like, even a car, you could drive it or, you know, clean it or look at it or something. Like, it's a video game well, in a box It would be that you can't play. It would be similar to those comic books. In order for them to be valuable, they have to be in, sealed up, and you can't read them, I don't think. <clears throat> so... True. I guess I just don't understand. The answer to that question is somebody has way too much money. <laughs> we would be happy to take some of that uh, off your hands if, right. you, if you need it. Yep. Yeah, I do have something for you. If okay. you're looking for a place to live, yeah. there's a new unique apartment in Vancouver, Canada. Okay. It was advertised on Craigslist. It sounds rather intriguing. It's relatively cheap. It's only $545 a month. And the good news, it has a bathroom. Okay. The bad news, all it has is a bathroom. <laughs> it's an apartment that is a bathroom that has a little small bed jammed in it. That's it. A bed and a bathroom. Bed and bathroom. More bathroom than bed. Great view. Smells not so good, but great view. <laughs> Come on over, party in the tub. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what would you do with that? I don't know. Doesn't even have a refrigerator. Man. Or a sink. Well, yeah, I guess it does have a sink. It has a sink. The same sink that you have to wash your hands in. You... Yeah. You don't wash your clothes. You flush your clothes <laughs> clean. <laughs> I don't know. That's so weird. Anyway, it's all it can be yours for five hundred and forty-five dollars a month. I'll pass. Okay. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, for sure. Um, good news: a dog was rescued. We, you know, you like you like doggies. Oh, I like yes. doggies. Oh yeah. There was a dog rescued sixteen hundred miles from home, and it got reunited with its family. Um, the odd thing was that. It's been missing for 10 years. Really? Yes. And guess what What got it home? A microchip yeah. that we keep talking about here that you can get at the pound. Um, but yeah, um, so about two years ago, this guy became flying as a, started flying as a hobby. And anyway, he started this Pilots and Paws organization to help uh, transport mm -hmm. animals around. Um, so anyway, this dog showed up at a shelter. Uh, he was very, very sick. His name's Razzle. They scanned his microchip and found out his owners and, um, they nursed him back to health, called the owners. He'd been missing for 10 years. So this guy flew him back home, 1600 miles. Isn't that mm. the nicest Wonderful. thing? 
His medical state was very fragile, but they're, um, but they are, they've nursed him uh, back and he has made it back home. Good. Good news. That's the weirdest thing though. But you think, where have you been for 10 years, buddy? <laughs> like, aw. <laughs> the stories he could tell. Yeah, right. That's right. Exactly. <clears throat> oh, well. All right. Well, looks like we've made it through another day. Another day. Yeah. Thank you for hanging with me. It's oh, always so much fun. It is fun. Thank you. Of course. And uh, thanks to Michelle Baxter for filling us in on the fair. Correct. 100%. And uh, we'll be filling you in um, on fair stuff as Pete Wilson brought us up the fair schedule as well. So we appreciate that. And we'll be back here tomorrow with hopefully the king. The king. We'll see. Jenna says, who's the king? <laughs> Do you know who the king is? Yeah. Okay. All right. As long as you know. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> we are about to leave the building. That's right. <laughs> see ya. Bye-bye.